All right, welcome back to another episode of The Money Mitch Effect. Mitch Michaels, talking sports, talking college football. We're back again. It's been a long time, but Sully's joining me, Sean Sullivan. He's got a lot to say about this year. Back in the States, Sully, and just in the nick of time, we had week zero, but this is where the fun really begins. Good to talk to you, my man. Oh, thank you for having me on, as always. Uh, this is this week's going by like frozen molasses. I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. it, in my mind, it's kind of been the, the scene in uh, Christmas Vacation where they go to the advent calendar and use it as a way to pass time and slowly tick closer. Yeah. I feel like that's this week. Like, it's just like, it's yeah. just slowly ticking. I woke up this morning thinking it was Wednesday, and it's... We're so close to college football Christmas. I'm so excited. Yeah, you got the pool that we're trying to get in, and you know we're hoping that we can just count down to getting that Christmas bonus, not the joy of the month, <laughs> which, right. I, which I don't <laughs> think is going to happen this week. Um, but no, you never I know. So uh, anything from Rome wasn't built in the day. No, definitely not. I know there's a lot going on, and actually, before we get to week zero, this is kind of the college yeah. revenge tour, right? I mean, this is like the oh, goodbye. Yeah. A lot of hurt feelings. A lot of scores settled this year, maybe. I cannot wait. I think there's going to be, I mean, we already saw it from the conference commissioner uh, of the Big 12 saying to Texas Tech um, boosters that I hope you guys get it done against Texas. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I'm not a conspiracy guy normally, but I do like to talk conspiracies. So we'll do it now. Uh, I, I absolutely believe that Texas and OU, they've been groveling and, and same thing with USC and, and, Oregon and all the rest of them. Everybody else is cutting bait. Uh, over the years, Texas has always said we've gotten a, a big orange screw job for the refs. I, I'm going to keep a keen eye on it this year because yeah. it's. I feel like it, all these agreed conferences, the Pac-12 especially, what do they got to lose? I mean, sue me. We don't <laughs> exist anymore. Not much. <laughs> I, I think. I think the, there there could be some uh, some book cooking as it were, uh, against the teams that, that um, have, have left their, their former homes for the big old passers of the Big Ten and so on. Yeah, it's going to be a very interesting thing for me as well. I think the, the, the biggest thing I want to see is yeah, exactly how these schools finish up how you know these rivalry games that unfortunately you know I don't want to have our whole spiel we kind of did that last year about realignment right I do think though that you're going to get to a situation where you know these games might never happen again which is a shame but you know there's still this season that's all we're looking Oklahoma forward and to. Oklahoma State that's the first one that comes to mind yeah you know? and, and, and unfortunately we'll see. yeah I mean I'm we, getting married the day before and our boy Rob Mm-hmm. He's trying to figure out how to how to get to Stillwater and back in less than 24 hours, and yeah, I fully yeah. approve of it. If you want a real, <laughs> if you want a real off the record story, no, on the record, I was the one that broke. Yeah. That, I was the one that broke that news to him that the game was that day. Oh no, no! It's <laughs> like, hey, by the way, that game when we're all supposed to watch football together. Uh, yeah, that's the yeah. album, the final edition. So. Uh, but as it may, you know, this has happened before. A&M and Texas are probably going to be playing again. That was another one of those rivalry games that got discontinued. Yep. So we'll just move on. There's no use in complaining. There's no stopping it. Nope. Um, week zero, It'll though, Sully? what we love. Yeah, before we get week to this zero. week's games, any thoughts on week zero? It wasn't the best slate, but it never is. And, you know, I, I know Notre Dame dominated and, you know, San Diego State held on. Hawaii covered uh, against Vandy. Any, anything yep. really pique your interest? Yeah, so uh, we'll get to one in a little bit, but I, I think 
the big one is USC's defense looks the same old, same old. You know, I, I, yes. I, I, I sipped the Kool Aid of Barry Alexander transferring in, and uh, it's not as likely, but the linebacker from Oklahoma State. Both those guys and uh, Alex Branch another year. I was at that game, and you could. I, I'm, I'm. It's mostly a wine and cheese crowd. I mean, they get loud. And they get. They, they boot them off the field together. at the end of the half. They boot them off the field, but it was even before that. Like as the first half is going on, people are. I haven't heard a crowd turn on somebody at mm-hmm. USC yet, and they were absolutely. There were most people screaming at Grinch the whole first half. Yeah. That's, um, you know, that's that's unfortunate, and I think we're going to get into the betting strategies with them and, and things yeah. that we like or dislike. But, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's a Grinch situation or if it's, you know, what's Riley allowing him to do because it's not just new to this new system. This is Oklahoma to a T. Great offenses, yeah. putting up points fast. Defense not really pulling its weight. And whether that's good enough to get to the playoff finally or not, once you get there, I know we're going to be talking expansion, but there's some there's some big old boys in, in your conference and in mine that uh, will just yeah. march on down the field against that yeah. team. Yeah, Georgia or Michigan right now, if they played them week one or week zero, would beat them by three or four touchdowns. Oh, yeah. And that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. The way they looked, so. it was just dominant. And I do think that – And the other one yeah. – no, Go keep going. But I was going to flip games, but, but finish your point. Yeah, I just think that it, it's also, you know, we can't sip the Kool-Aid too much one way or the other week one or week zero in this case. Oh, same yeah, you like, can't read it. You know, it. same for like Notre Dame. Like, I know they beat a Navy team that's probably not going to be good. It was great to see what the offense can look like with Hartman. But it is week zero against a team that we're not sure. So I think don't overreact one way or the other too much. Just accept the win and kind of move on from there. Yeah, new new coach for the first time in 16 years in Navy's yeah. uh, case with uh, Katie Niamatololo moving on. So that's yeah. I mean that yeah. You, you can only you can only take it with a grain of salt, as they say. And the the big thing that we'll talk about today is, is just knowns. It's really a guessing game. We're we're, we're 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 looking at what we know and what we don't. What, like, there's a lot of variables here, especially when you're talking about 18 to 22 year old kids, and sometimes. 25, 26, 27 this year. Yeah, or, era yeah, or of, older of in the case. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so week one. Start, but the other, but yeah, the other game, week yeah. zero, I would say we don't need to dive into it deeply, but the yeah. first game that I'll, I'll mention this week on Friday, Rainbow Warriors looked awfully tasty against Vanderbilt. Came up so, so short, but covered. Stanford might be worse than Vanderbilt this year. So just sprinkling a little bit on the uh, Hawaii money line on Friday night. Mm. Just, a, just a little taste. Maybe. Could be I, fun. I could see that, and I don't think Stanford's particularly well. It, it's hard. I always think that week two and week three is when you settle in because we literally have not seen these teams this year yet, so we don't know what the baseline yeah. is. But, yeah, I, I like your thinking there. You know, Thursday is a pretty fun slate. Looking at the board, and obviously there's the big marquee game yep. before it in Utah, but – We'll get to that in a second, but the other two I kind of like. I, 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 you know, Nebraska, Minnesota. Just briefly on them, I've seen this line hovering at about seven. If Nebraska goes plus eight, if you can get it at more than a touchdown, I kind of like that. And the reasoning being, I don't think these, you know, for lack of a better term, mediocre middle of the pack conference games, week one, which isn't really a common thing, well, they're usually pretty tight, especially in the Big Ten. Yeah, I, I, I could see that as well. Um, I'm not the biggest Nebraska guy out there yeah. uh, by any means. But, yeah, I, I could see that. I, 
It's not an Ohio State Indiana that we'll talk about a little no. bit. That's a complete mismatch. These are very very competent middle of the road Big Ten teams, and yeah, that's that's a good good strategy to chase. Yeah, and I do think though that it was worth if you want to sprinkle game on Thursday, I would sprinkle NC State to cover versus UConn. I'm just not really. I don't know. I know UConn's trending in the right direction. I just don't really nope. see it. And, uh, nope. Yeah. I'm on the NC State bandwagon. Yeah. I know they've bit us the last few years, but I'm. I'm they've bit us in conference play. Quit. In the games that actually matter, they've bit us. But they bit us. They, they bit us, and then when it hurts the most in conference play later on in the year, when you think you know what you know, but you have no idea, and they're one of those teams that so, will pack you to death. So, but I, I do like that. So, Sully, I want to turn it over to you for the marquee game uh, on Thursday, yeah. Utah and Florida. And we're in the same line of thinking. I mean, obviously last year was a pretty tough loss. Utah had the game won at the Swamp, did not get the job done with that turnover yeah. late. That said, we were both feeling good going into this game with Utah, given, big given, that their health of the quarterback and the tight end were there. This line does not reflect confidence that they're going to be there and healthy. I mean, I think we could both agree that if they thought that, this line would be double digits if we really thought this was a full Utah team. So I don't feel confident in this one. I think there's other fish in the sea, like they say in college football or, you know, personal life. So I don't know. But, like, in this situation with Florida having to travel on the road, are you still confident that Utah covers this spread given the questions we have with their two-star players? I do because I don't know how Florida scores regardless. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think Graham Mertz is terrible at playing quarterback, <laughs> uh, no matter who he's playing for. Yeah. And the, the biggest question mark for Florida going into this year is offensive line play. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have an offensive line going up against a Utah defense that will punch <laughs> you in the mouth no matter if they're on walk-ons, yeah. that's just how William Hammond and the boys have been doing it forever. Like, I <laughs> – Graham Mertz on mobile with a terrible offensive line against Utah, they could draw up some blitzes and light him to death. So yeah. I, I don't – whoever's playing quarterback for Utah, I, I, Cam rising me out really doesn't affect me as much. The line under a touchdown, it was – because it's been hovering around seven, and I think it's at six and a half right now. I'm I'm ready to take it because I, I, I don't like this sort of team at all. I think it's been one of the worst since the Will Muschamp era just because of that – offensive line issue against this youth. That matchup would scare me to death if I was on the floor coaching. Yeah, no, you make good points. It's just something weird, like how that game happened last year, not just because, again, we lost. Anthony but, Richardson is gone. They I know, but they, even, even with him, even with, yeah, well, even with him there, they shouldn't have, shouldn't have won that game. Utah should have covered that game, and right, it just exactly. didn't happen. So I, I do think Utah turns the page. They know they need to win this one, and I think the match had – um, but yeah, I guess I'm still. There are other in the sea, you're right, but if I had to pick it, I would pick you. Rising with, and, and Cam, doubt. you know, he's gotten, he was maimed the last two, you know, Rose Bowls, the two Rose Bowls he played in. He also hasn't yep. had the best, you know, in these big marquee non conference. If you take the UC, USC games out of there, he hasn't exactly right. lit it up when it mattered. So we'll see. I mean, well, uh, I can be talked to. I, I'm, no, I'm, no, I'm no body language expert, but yeah. he spoke to the media today and he was smiling and joking around with them and not giving them anything. Like, oh, it's 10 minutes, just like Coach says, tennis for kickoff. Yeah. You guys will know. Of course. <laughs> of course. So I, 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 think, I think he'll be fine, even, even if a 50% yeah. uh, Cam Rising walks out there, they're going to be Florida by more than a touchdown. Do you have anything on Friday you like before we get to the full Saturday slate? Because I have one I wanted outside, to throw by you. Outside, outside of this, uh, the Hawaii sprinkle, nothing. Yeah. Really. 
I got one I was looking at. It's not the Battle of Miami with Wayne Gabbert's brother and just that whole thing. Not, not going to be that one. And it's not actually yeah. even Louisville, Georgia Tech, because I don't really know what to expect in that one. My play would be that battle in Michigan, Michigan State Central. I kind of like the over in that one. I don't think Michigan State's going to be particularly good. That number's at 45 and a half. And I feel like Michigan <laughs> State's – yeah, I know, right? And I feel like Michigan State's still not going to be – you know, putting the clamps on even a Central Michigan team. I could expect some weird kind of a Maxion type vibe in that one. So that would be one yeah. worth considering. I so don't both think Michigan... teams get to 20? Yeah, yeah, plus. and then you, get, then you get to a point where it's like you need one more touchdown combined. I'm not – you know, Michigan State, I mean, that, I mean, we could talk about bad contracts. That Tucker contract doesn't look very good right now. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I, uh, I do not have a take on this game. Okay. You got me stumped on this one. Yeah. I, just, I haven't read up on my chips this no, year, so yeah. I don't know what they're bringing. Yeah, to be honest with you. Yeah. So I've been in, I've been a women's World Cup land. Okay. I've not gotten as deep as in my preview magazine right. well, that's as okay. a chip There's plenty so of time. I, There's plenty I do of not time. know. Well, I, I do got, not know. I don't have a take on this one. It's all right. There's plenty. Like we said, other fish in the sea. Uh, let's look to the Saturday schedule, though. Sean Sullivan here on the Money yep. Match Effect. We we can start with the Ohio State Indiana game because that line is. Oh yeah. What are we looking at? Twenty nine and a half right now, and what's the number you have for mm-hmm. the over? Fifty nine and a half. Okay, so I like the over. I actually think yep. now. Look, the last two times, and, and there's some some things with Ohio State, right? Sometimes they've struggled. They struggled out of the gate in week one. They're not fully crisp. I get that new quarterback McCord in there. You know, they had Notre Dame last year, which was a much steeper level of contention of competition. Here's what I do know: the last two years, Ohio State's played Indiana. It's been a bloodbath both times. Yep. Both times, just yep. annihilation. The other thing is, we have these bets, Sully, where we like first half lines. We see teams that jump out. Maybe I'll just you know mm-hmm. run them down. I actually think Ohio State's kind of the opposite. I trust them more full game to run it up and really pull away late than I do first half. So I do think they're going to cover yep. this spread, but I do like that over a little better because Ohio State's biggest weakness last year on defense was the big play. I'm not expecting Indiana yep. to keep this close. But it would not sh- surprise me if one or two touchdowns of Indiana just comes on broken plays. A hundred percent, and I, I, I think that lo- number is lower because Stroud's gone, and mm-hmm. it, I don't care who is that quarterback. You see how wide open you. those receivers get? Like you see it, the receiver. Yeah, dude, Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to have three touchdowns in this game. Uh, the quarterback for Indiana, and a lot of times yeah. when we talk overs, we're talking about all right. We know this team's going to put up forty five points how do we get to the 59 or whatever and indiana's quarterback taven jackson's a good mobile quarterback uh that transferred in from tennessee so i, I trust that's him true. to be able to pull his brother plays basketball pull. too right it's his brother that's a yeah. basketball player yeah yeah and, and they uh yeah I, I trust them to to for him to get a touchdown or two by himself with those big play opportunities he could bust one on mm-hmm. with his leg he could bust one with a – he's got the arm talent to be able to hit one deep. And, yeah, there's your two touchdowns in Ohio State. I mean, Ohio, I, know they, ground to cover. I know they changed the rules, which we might have to reevaluate in a couple of weeks with the new clock rules when we look at these overs. Yeah. But Ohio State plays and scores so fast, especially against teams that can't keep up. So, so far it's been, it's been six to seven plays less through week zero. So I, I don't expect yeah. it to make that big of an impact. But it, I mean, it, it could. You're it right. Will, I mean, we need to be we sample time. Mark, mark our words. It's going to really screw us one of these weeks, and that's just life. That's 100%. just game life. 
Uh, what about your game? <laughs> what about your game with the Vols taking on a, a pretty porous in a lot of people's minds Virginia team? Virginia is giving up four touchdowns at home. Yeah. Joe Milton starting the season. His year as the Tennessee quarterback. Tennessee obviously beating Clemson in the New Year's Six game. So starting for this game, I know you know we, we all expect Tennessee to win comfortably. But what's the play if there yeah. is? Uh, I would take I would take either first half or full game for Tennessee. Probably first half, just because it's going to be a lower number, and I think we come out and punch them in the mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I their their front sevens their strength. Um, so they have returned basically everybody there, but they lost everybody in the secondary. So I think we're going to be going for blood deep early, put this game out of reach, so we can get a lot of players some reps. Yeah, and their offense, they have a quarterback transferring in from Monmouth, and I don't give a damn Monmouth. Wait, what name? Really. What's his name? I don't I didn't, It's I didn't a weird name. I know it is. i got to look it up now because I, I, I saw it the other day. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. I think his last name is like Musket or something. Musket, yes. It is Musket. <laughs> Tony Musket. How did, I, how did I forget that? The guy this game's not played in the 1700s. It doesn't matter. Like they, I don't know if there's worse offenses yeah. in Power 5 last year. It's going to be the same can way I, with the mom Can I say something else, too? I think this actually helps. Yeah. You know, you have a team that's got expectations and got good, you know, was really good last year for the first time. And I think it's good. This is just, I mean, maybe not gambling, but kind of gambling. I think it's good you guys are starting on the road. Because I think it's good yeah, to not uh, have the home like one bad drive. Woe is me. The negative energy in the crowd. So I it'll be it'll be it'll be eighty twenty in in well, the and, and <laughs> But yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, yeah. I, I don't think there's going to be one bad drive though. This this Virginia okay. team is going to be the worst in the ACC. And yeah, we might yeah we might lose that first half bet, but I still think we cover. I I, I don't see. I think this is going to be a screen door. Of a defense in the secondary, they literally have to replace everybody. Yeah, in secondary, couple transfers, couple graduations. So, okay. so the, yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, I, I think this is a perfect starting point for you guys to really put up some points. And yeah, I, I, I would stay away from the over under because you don't know what Virginia's offense is going to give you and how this game. I don't goes think they're going to give anything. Yeah, so then it's probably yeah. an under even with Tennessee showing up. So, right, that's one that I really like uh, as well. Um, I'll tell you another one I kind of like, man. Well, we can do this one first because we wanted to talk about it. So let's talk TCU Colorado. I know you have thoughts on this one. I have a a strategy for this one because I don't think Colorado is going to be good year one with Prime. And I think TCU wins and and we can make some money on them. But how would you do it? What would be the strategy for going with the Horned Frogs here? Oh, man, this might be a first half play, right? Exactly what I was thinking. I think that exactly. Yeah, because that number's you, not you out yet. Get, but if it's twenty-five, you're thinking maybe like you know what, fourteen and a half first half. Yeah, hmm. right. I think I think TCU comes out and jumps on them. Um, they're, I mean, they they bring a lot of talent back from that team last year. But it's more about Colorado. I don't like you saw Tom Luganville the other day say that they have the worst roster in the country. So I guarantee you, Dion doesn't know half of his players. <laughs> there's yeah, no, there's no, no way he knows who half of them are. <laughs> no, they, I, I mean because they they have it's like a record fifty put new players on on a on a on the roster. It's like it's damn near impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Chandler Morris was pegged the starter for TCU last year, uh, and unfortunately got injured. And then uh, old old Max Man, the Mad Max, took yeah. over. 
and the rest is history. But yeah, I, I think that TCU is not going to take that big of a drop off. And, yeah. Um, they're, they're out for blood this year with, with a couple of their, their buddies leaving permanently. And um, yeah, I just think Colorado is going to be woeful. Woeful. Yeah, they're actually, so if we're being honest here, I, they're in my tease zone. If I was going to pick three to tease, they would be on the list for this week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep. I don't, I mean, I have another one that's really on that list who I wanted to get to. We haven't talked about. Maybe our teams are in the mix, but my top two would be TCU for sure. And then the other one, I hate yep. to say it, Sully, is Penn State. If you get them down yeah, to I think 14 Penn and a half. Yeah, really good. I mean, I think Penn State's gonna gonna win pretty good here. I don't think West Virginia's gonna be good. They might be near near or at the bottom of the Big Twelve, the final iteration of this Big Twelve. I feel like mm-hmm. Penn State's gonna gonna do very well this weekend. I hundred percent agree. You look at Bruce Feldman's freak list every mm-hmm. off season, uh, and Penn State have four or five guys on there. Yeah, like this of is course. a a freaky talented roster. Of course, the question always comes down to quarterback play with those guys. Mm-hmm. Reports are saying that it, it, it's going to be better than than what a lot of people are expecting. So, yeah, um, yeah, I, I'd like to hammer them. Yeah, I think that's a good one. I know there's a lot of big spreads for the favorites. Bama, you know, obviously Michigan, A&M's up there. Like, we're, you know, we expect these teams to win. I just don't – there's not one that stands out to me once you get past, like, 35 points. You know, I just – like this yeah. is week, week one, and I don't – there's better bets to make is what I'm really saying. I, I mean, I the, the one I would sprinkle on <laughs> first half of the game, just for giggles, I don't exactly trust, and then it's been a trope this whole offseason, and now you got – Gamma fans calling in a fine bomb, howling at the moon because they're they're being disrespected. But I don't trust trust Jalen Milrow, Tom Simpson, or sloppy seconds from uh, Notre Dame, Tyler Buckner. Like wow. he was terrible there. He's going to be terrible at, at Bama. I'm saying like, I don't yeah, trust either, but... either one of those guys. The MTSU is terrible, but thirty nine and a half points is a lot. I don't know if they're going to put up thirty nine and a half points. No. Gosh, I don't know. That's we we do this with Bama, and then they end up in the playoff again. So I just want to not talk about them. Oh, I, no I still I still think they can make the playoffs, but it's gonna be a yeah. hell of a lot different than yeah. what they've been doing. They yeah. still got a shot. But what, I would say. I mean, what, what have we based seen on what we saw last week? Based on what we saw last week, could Nevada cover versus USC at thirty-eight? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, how many points would yeah. USC have to? If I told you USC was going to cover this spread. Like, how many points would it take for you to feel comfortable if they score? Like, 65? Um, <laughs> no, another 50-plus. I, I think San Diego State and Nevada are very comparable. Yeah, but I, I, I mean, I feel like Nevada is going to score a little bit. So, I think USC, like, is going to win comfortably. But I don't – I mean, with that defense, I don't know. These big spreads, like, once you get above, like, 30, 35, I don't know. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. It. I'm staying away. Yeah. Um, sure. I know you have a hot take or a good take on uh, one of our big non-Power 5, or I mean Houston-UTSA. UTSA is now. Yeah, that's this, The slides move minus one and a half right now. Uh, you can get them, you know, to cover that. So they are, you know, minus 120 money line over yeah, under 60 moved. and a half. Have, yeah. Sharps have hammered it. 50%, 56% of the bets, 88% of the money on old meat meat. Um, <laughs> so it's. I, I'm with him though. 11 to three last year. A lot of people coming back. Frank Harris is back. On the other side, in a close game, I think it's gonna be a tight game. So this is not a rubber stamp of the week. But um, Houston lost Tank Dell and Tune, both their quarterback and their, their best weapon on offense, and their defense ranked mid to late 100s. <laughs> 
last year. And when you pair that with Harris coming back in a tight game, I'm going to take the best player. And the knowns, as we talk about, this one of the knowns, ETSA is going to be good on offense. Mm-hmm. Houston's going to be crap on defense in a tight game. That's going to be the difference. So lay the points are more likely take a money line. So yeah. 56 and a half either way. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. I think UTSA is my pick to be the best non-power five this year, and, and it has to happen this yep. week. This is this we could look back and think this was the best game of the week. It's very possible. Right. This ends up being you go best. back and go back and beat a Big Twelve team right yeah. off the gate. Yeah. Uh, another game that I don't really have a play on. I'm just excited to see. Maybe I mean, well, maybe I do now that I think about this. But the Carolinas, the Battle of the Carolinas, North oh, yeah. Carolina, South Carolina, two and a half points now. South Carolina's a dog in this one. Drake May, Spencer Rattler, or Rattler, we know about their quarterback yeah. exploits there. What's your read on this one? And then I'll tell you what I've been kind of thinking just now. I think Drake May is the best player on the field, so I've leaned them. But what worries me is UMC's defense was awful last year, and mm-hmm. their pass defense was all. We saw what happened in the Tennessee game that Rattler can't get hot yeah. against a weak defense and watch out. So I'm scared. I'm glad. Tennessee's playing South Carolina at home this year. I think it's a lot of it's still shell shock. Luckily, I was asleep at guitar at 4 a.m. when that game happened. Boy. I woke up to 542 tech. First game I missed since 2000 Syracuse. <laughs> Picked a hell of a game to miss. Uh, but, oh, man. Yeah, I, a lot a lot like UTSA Houston. Right. I'm picking the known, and Drake May is the known, and he's better than Spencer Rattler. And in a close game, I'm picking North Carolina. But I'm, I don't feel good about it. I don't feel as good about it UTSA over Houston. So maybe, and I'm not saying we do this, but I might say tease South Carolina up and then get eight and a half. Yeah. I feel pretty good about them. If you give me more than a t- touchdown, I feel pretty right. good. I still think North Carolina pretty wins. Good. I would agree with you there, but I think that's the breathing room we need in this one. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, maybe we're looking a little week one tease. Uh, maybe we're talking ourselves into it. Well, before we wrap, we got the big game on Sunday, Sully. Uh, any yep. other plays you're looking at that I haven't mentioned Saturday or Sunday? I have a dog nope. covering that I want to get to as well, but anything on your end? No, just – just. Uh, I have nothing else other than the big game on Sunday. Okay. What, what's your big dog? I – Points. I'm not getting froggy here, but I think I think the I think the Chancellors could cover in Pasadena. Oh man, I I do. Fourteen and a I'm half is a tasty thinking. number, and that's a we know it's only a one backdoor cover away. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not on the UCLA bandwagon quite like some people are. So right. I can see that same. Uh, so yeah, maybe maybe we do do a little chance backdoor cover. Fourteen and a half, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. A lot of questions with UCLA this year. That that, that screams backdoor, doesn't it? I mean, I, we just think about how bad you'd feel if we had the other way in this action. That's one of the ways to look at it. If you had UCLA fourteen, yeah, there, right. you'd be nervous the whole I would time. Feel, I feel like a bag of ass. It maybe, would not be yeah. good. Maybe that's also play Sunday in the in the weed up if you get San Jose State sixteen and a half at home against the Beavers. Another the one. The Beavers. That's a that's a home I like game. The be- I like the. I like the Beavs more than UCLA. Yeah, if we're being honest. Yeah, it's true. Let's see. It's uh, big money coming in. Thirty-nine percent of the bets. Ninety-one percent of the money coming in on your chance right yeah. now. Woo! I mean, right. yeah. I need a sprinkle. That's yeah. pretty good. There's a lot going on. Um, all right. So, and then I guess 
Last thing to say before we get to the big one. Do you have a, a Monday play? I know we're out of order, but Clemson do. Clemson 13 points on the road. Yeah, I think Duke's terrible. Clemson's going to be pretty good this year. I kind of uh, like under, actually. Yeah, I, I 55 think and rolls. a half under? I, I, I like Clemson big uh, mm-hmm. more than anything. Mm-hmm. So, okay. so, yeah, the under could be pretty good. But yeah, okay. I, I, I think Duke's going to continue to be terrible and Clemson's yeah. got blood in their mouth. Yeah. So, that's um, a, if yeah, we're chasing money, that's a bet to make a Monday night <laughs> yep. at the end of a long week. 100%. Um, all right, Sunday night, man, the best game of the weekend, hands down. We got LSU Florida State. We know what happened last year, the, the yep. great drive that ended in a missed extra point. Florida State wins. LSU just went on to win the SEC uh, West and get you know get in the title game. But here we go now, Florida State, two-and-a-half-point dogs, neutral site game, over-unders 56-and-a-half. A lot of lot riding for both these teams as they go into another year with a lot of expectations, but it's a close call for me. I have a few thoughts, but Sully, I'm I'm dying to hear what you think on this one. Yeah, I I think I'm I'm taking FSU money line plus one sixteen. I I'm still not a, I don't trust Jane Daniels. I don't get the hype the hype and hype around him this year. And FSU on the flip side, elite offense, eight starters back from the 16th ranked defense last year. Including Jordan Travis, who I like more than Jane Daniels. Back to what we know in Week One, I'm picking Jordan Travis over Jane Daniels in the tight game. I don't feel great about it, uh, but I, I'm, the LSU's a head scratcher to me. Where it's, I, I'm just, I, I think they're a really good program and a really good team, and yeah. the right, they're going the right direction. But I don't think they're elite yet. And I think FSU's a little closer to that. So well, I know, give me, I- give me the Seminoles. Well, I like it. It's it's aggressive. I would say, though, that my play in Elm Street doesn't always re- repeat itself, but we have to learn from it at times. Mm-hmm. Last year, this game was – I'm liking the first half under, by the way, because it, last year it was 7-3 at halftime. And I think we're going to oh, be in nice. for another, another dogfight of a first half that will open up a little bit late. So I know the over-under is at the 5. We'll see what the first half is closer to game time, but that would be the play I'd make in this one. I just think this yeah, is like a really that. coin flip. And, I, and you mentioned the hype around the quarterbacks, and Travis is better, but makes mistakes too. I think there'll be some yeah. turnovers early, and I think it's going to take some settling down. The tensions are going to be high. I like first half under. Yeah, I like that as well. I, I, I would play either one of those. Yeah, I mean, the good thing is, like, LSU is just a weird team too. You know, what they did last year, some of the eggs they laid, but then rising to the moment I know. at times. I mean, We'll That's why I would ultimately stay away with this. I would rather go UCSA. I'd rather go the the, the star of the week for me is Ohio State Indiana over. That's your best. I'd rather bet. go. I'd rather yeah, and I'd rather a little on Hawaii than touch that game. I'd rather go UNC over USC. Yeah, as well. I'm with you there. Ohio State UTSA maybe a teaser that we talked about. You can sprinkle some action yep. as well, but I think we got some real opportunity this week. Well, Sully, look, and it's going to go by fast, so we have to appreciate each week and just enjoy the ride. But we got football back, and that's pretty freaking cool. It's back, baby. <laughs> I swear, if, it, if it's 72 hours until Thursday tomorrow again, <laughs> I'm not going to be happy, so it better get here. <laughs> I can't wait. This is unbelievable. Sean Sullivan, always a pleasure, man. Thanks for coming on the show. We'll be doing this again, and we will be betting in the very, very near future. Yeah, there. Thank you for having me. That is Sean Sullivan. This was the Money Mitch Effect. If you like the podcast, subscribe, share it, SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, you name it. Uh, we're going to be back next week. 
to talk more college football and the NFL coming up as well. Check out the Money Mitch Effect Facebook page as well for some exclusive content. For Sean Sullivan, my name is Mitch Michaels. This was the Money Mitch Effect. Thanks for listening and keep enjoying sports.